everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 602, being recorded on October 21st, 2020. I'm Sebastian Peek. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. Uh, I'm Brett Van Spruenberg. And to get our housekeeping out of the way, you can subscribe to find out when we go live for events such as this live podcast recording session by going to uh, pcper.com slash subscribe as I look at my monitor slash teleprompter here. That tells me you can be alerted before live events like this podcast recording session, which I just said twice. You can help support the site and podcast distribution by heading over to pcper on Patreon, patreon.com slash pcper. And uh, become a patron of the arts, the fine art that we make here. It's performance art, and that's the only name for it, really. Mm -hmm. See, there's interpretive dancing in one corner. The other two are wisely not joining in. Uh, We have a new patron, Brett. Who is this? I would say that's uh, Dramicus. And we have another patron who took a little uh, siesta a sabbatical, as it were, and now appreciates the content to the point of where they are willing to become a patron again. And they are Davey S. Davey S., thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, Patron support is much appreciated and uh, goes towards uh, paying the bills. So thank you very much, everyone. Hey, Josh, I wasn't going to mention anything, but uh, I was going to whip this out later. I wasn't going to CNN in it, though. Ooh, whip it out. Whip it out. Well, that's yeah, a nice old I mean, Zotac. What, uh, which one models that? That's a that's a fancy seven ten oh. GT one. Look at it. It's it's a by four, right? No, but it's by no two. one by two. One. One. Oh, by one. Well, oh my God, by one. I know. Basically, it's um, it's a it's a this baby will slide into anything. In other words, mm. yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, how about my mentions? Mm-hmm. It's a universal yeah, it's, donor or. <laughs> contributor. I don't know. It depends on your point of view. And if you got a narrow case, well, it can be a, a two slaughter. You know, actually, I, I tried to just slip this gently between two other cards because there appeared to be like a space for it just to try it out. But I, uh, because I had another graphics card in an 8X slot at the time, I couldn't get it to boot to this one. Apparently, 8X mm-hmm. is more important than, than 1X. What are you going to do? I feel like I've completely lost the stream already, Brett. What oh, is hi. happening right now? All right, let's move on. It's the time. You can cut this part out, though. I will. It's that time of the show (laughs) where we check in with Josh, who will tell us about his latest burger experience. Josh. Boom. This is a pretty good one. Let me me see what's on. Uh, This is uh, a Hawaiian burger, and uh, it's pretty fantastic. I will read you the Hawaiian butter burger. Butter, a four-ounce beef patty topped with pineapple pico, fried spam, pepper jack cheese, and what is that kind? Compound butter. What the hell is compound butter? It's butter with other things in it. This is what he's talking about. Vegans, avert your eyes. You know, the fries are really on point, too. Lightly seasoned. Nicely done, not too dry, not too wet. Good crispy on the outside. The uh, pineapple pico was quite tasty. So yeah, and you can see a couple of little pieces of spam and underneath the pico. It was a little salty, but that's you know that's fried spam. So 
I was gonna say, when spam is involved, I expect a little saltiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any time you mention the f- potted meat, right? No. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the compound butter is essentially aioli, except butter instead of mayo. Gotcha. Thank you for the definition. I know. I think there was some confusion. Wow. So our lead story tonight on the program, Intel SSDs. I should add some sad music here. The division is being sold off to SK Hynix in a $9 billion deal. $9 billion. Yeah, it's kind of weird that they're getting rid of that, but I guess that it, it makes a little bit more sense because it's such a commodity market and Intel hates commodity markets. Margins on it's going to um, be awful. Yeah, I mean, and plus the, the variability... Um, also, we're we were in an overproduction state right now, and so yep. oh, yeah. they're expecting extremely inexpensive uh, SSDs Q1 2021. So, yeah, I, I think Intel is probably getting out at the right time because just the, they they hate that kind of variability, and I mean they'll make some money, which is like two quarters worth of profit for them. <laughs> it's not much. Um, <laughs> But they'll get that off of the books. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I think it's a positive move for them in their business model. And uh, SK Hynix, that's, that's what they do. Their memory and flash and more memory. And now they're selling their own SSDs, which apparently are quite good. But Intel keeps their they're really fast um yeah, they're Optane and yeah, they're really fast. All that yeah, the one thing that. they held on to. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not letting go of Optane technology. Yeah, which of course is not technically storage. It's very complicated. I don't fully understand. But it's it's kind of in between yeah. main memory and storage. Yeah, almost. It's, it's like a middle. Yeah. You want to do that next one, or do you want to skip no. it? No, we're not ever going to do that. Uh, we could okay. go back to Skype, and there'd be less. Delay, but lower quality. No, I meant the next story. That's oh, not what I story. meant. Oh, Brett. <laughs> Brett, I decided that we're going to go to the next story. And that next story You're concerns... You're the man. That next story concerns rumors. There's a couple different sources I see here in the show notes. One yep. of them is TechSpot. We're talking about Radeon RX 6000 series GPUs. And the fact that, oh, suddenly they're going to have a 320-watt GGP, just like NVIDIA... With the 3080. You, but not hotter. Not oh, of course not. Super hot. You remember? Yeah. Well, that's what I said. And you you like dumped all over me. You said I was high as a kite. <laughs> how, okay, how is it not going to be hotter? Do you remember what temps were like with RDNA? Yes. They're hotter than the sun. Mm, so okay. I don't know how that's going to go down s- when they're using the same process and the clocks are over two gigahertz. We shall see. In a, but, in a week. One yeah. week. Let's see. Where the, Igor's lab, I think, is this the source here? Yeah, Igor's. Yeah, he he went into it and he kind of reverse engineered based upon the power tables that he could see, 
and kind of back back his his way into about that 320 watt TDP. Yeah, which it's reasonable. I mean, 235 watts for the GPU. Mm-hmm. Memory, 20 watts. If these numbers are accurate and they actually decided to clock up, like we've been seeing rumors, I've, I've been seeing rumors the last week or so of 2.4 gigahertz for the or top Or 235, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty high. If it's that's that high, we could be talking 3090 performance. Maybe even more. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. My gut's kind of saying uh, in between thirty eighty and thirty ninety for their top mm-hmm. end. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it would be awesome if they could offer a six ninety nine that had thirty ninety performance, and you could buy oh. it. And you could Good buy God. it. I think <laughs> it doesn't even matter. insane. They could be lower. Yeah. They could be like, yeah, we're going to offer something between the twenty eighty <laughs> Ti and the thirty eighty, but you can buy it seven ninety nine. Yeah. No wonder they got approved for that loan. Eight ninety nine. Did <laughs> you see price. that they? Did you see they put out a memo to the retailer saying, hey, here's some strategies that you can put into play to keep the bots off your back. So what do you think about the die size, by the way, Josh? Look, think about that uh, yield on you know, this. It's, it's nice and large, but it's not like super large. I mean, if you look back at the uh, the old uh, RTX 2080 Ti and the mm. chip they used for mm. that, it was it was 700 millimeters plus, I think. That it was approaching, you know, reticle limits of of that um, mm-hmm. twelve nanometer process that they're running it on, and so it's uh, it's very similar in size, I believe, to the thirty eighty, the the hmm. GA one hundred two. Is that correct? Let's uh, look on the magic hey. of the internet. Hey, MVG everybody, pause while we use going. Google. Actually, yeah, it's uh, 628 millimeter squared for the uh, GA102. Moving quickly to th- another answer we've had for the longest time in PCI Express Gen 4 SSD land, we had Fizon and the same E16 controller that was in everything for the first year. They have an E18 controller that's a lot faster. Samsung has their own controller now with the 980 Pro. I think we we just talked last week or the week before about Western Digital with their yep, new yep. controller. Silicon Motion has a controller. They've got three controllers. Yes, they do. They yeah, the SM2267 XT is the DRAMless controller, but it's PCI 4.0. Uh, it's not going to be real fast. The mm. next one above it... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like... They were saying that essentially it's it's the same for the reads as the and the uh, the non XT and that's the XT you're looking at there. It also comes in this tiny little form factor, which is like ridiculously cute. <laughs> uh, but like, oh, come on, it is. Uh, but you're you're still going to see the same uh, writes of about 500 k iops, but your reads are dropping down to 200 k, and sequential should remain essentially the same on paper. We'll see if it's actually true. But that's uh, like thirty nine hundred or three thousand nine hundred uh, for the read, thirty five three thousand five hundred for the write. Which, you know, not bad for value, right? Yeah, it'll be inexpensive, and they'll support PCIe four point oh, and it's it's made on uh, a twelve nanometer FinFET process from TSMC, as compared to I think there are twenty eight nanometer and. Even some older ones were like, you know, up to 55 nanometer stuff, these controllers. Yeah, but ancient stuff. They finally got to the point where uh, 
they needed to get down and, and get the process tech and the power consumption way down because PCI 4.0, as we know, it, it eats it up. Uh, just look at uh, AMD's uh, Northbridge IO. Uh, it, it, it and then their five, X570 chipset. Uh, it pulls some significant watts. I mean, that's uh, what seven to ten, depending on usage. And yeah. when you're talking to a uh, an SSD controller, that's that's too much for a, a little stick of gum. <laughs> but yeah, it's that twenty two sixty four that's going to be fun. So that that's the the full out one with the the quad core Cortex R eight as the base of the controller. And for that puppy, what they're telling us is... No, uh, SSDs oh. are, are getting faster. Yay. More options. More options. More options. Finally, more 4.0 controllers. Yeah. Bring, bring it on. Hey, Matt. And you also get this in your car. Apparently Ford and them what? are getting PCIe 4.0 controllers before Intel. Well, hey, Intel's getting out of the business. Is this why Intel's getting out of the business? They couldn't solve the the PCI Gen 4 riddle. They're they're not getting out of the business of making (laughs) chipsets. Come on. You think they're going to design Intel SST chipsets and then let somebody else make the NAND? Apparently. I thought the press release actually stated, I go back and look at it, but I thought it stated that the SSD business, like the word business was included, like the consumer SSD business I thought was just was being sold to. But it's not, Hmm. I guess the transition doesn't finalize till 2025 or something. Yeah. Nest. Another product. Another Google product. Bites the dust. Jeremy. Shocking, isn't it? You know, that this it's really amazing that on the one hand, Google is in court for being a ridiculous monopoly because everyone uses them for absolutely everything. <gasps> and at the same time being famous for killing off so many bloody products that at this point there is no reason to buy most of the hardware that they're putting out unless it's been around for a couple of years. And then at that point you realize they're probably going to discontinue it anyway. So it's going to be garbage. So in this case, it's specifically the nest secure because we've already lost uh, the nest for home and a couple of other various uh, products from them. It's actually a really freaking impressive list. But in this case, it was that uh, Google signed a $450 million deal or something like that with ADP because ADP didn't have any physical security hardware like Google did. Google didn't have any infrastructure behind it like ADP did. And so it was sort of, oh, well, works with Nest is going to become big. And, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been a total waste to have bought that thermostat and that security device, and then the extra $65 per detection device and looped it all into my Google Music and wait, this is all gonna end horribly, isn't it? And it did. So yeah, after about three years, boom, that's it. In theory, you might be able to sign up with somebody else that will support the hardware that isn't supported by, oh, good point, I spelled that wrong. ADP, not ADT. Uh, but so essentially all the security systems that you've picked up, if you've picked them up and incorporated them with your Nest, well, it, it ain't going to freaking work anymore uh, along with all of the other things that just don't work from Google anymore. And on that note, Brett, uh, we have a podcast sponsor this week, don't we? Absolutely. It's from LinkedIn Jobs. 
Colorful days of fall are now upon us. Are your small business needs evolving? Despite the current uncertainty, having the right people on your team is like feeling the warmth of being wrapped up in a blanket. So when your business is ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so that you can find the right person quickly. I think that you'll see that your candidates will be able to locate your offer easily using superior filters for area, experience level, and even by company. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 706 million members worldwide. Getting started is easier than ever with new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. Manage job posts and contact candidates from a single view on the familiar LinkedIn.com as functions are streamlined into one simple screen. You can identify strong candidates with an efficient rating system to help quickly get your job in front of more qualified candidates. And now you can do this all from your mobile device, no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn Jobs can help you hire the right person faster. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash pcpur. Again, that's linkedin.com slash pcpur to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks to LinkedIn Jobs for helping support this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, what is this um, 165 hertz refresh rate story, uh, Jeremy? Oh. Did you write it? He did. <laughs> That's a that's a uh, so bring your Intel CPU you, or don't bother showing up. Oh, hey, not for long, <laughs> not for long. Yeah, that's very I, true. I wrote no. that. I wrote that. But go ahead. Two weeks. So, assuming you've got like a, a an RTX three thirty eighty, or you're running an older twenty eighty Ti or twenty seventy Super, twenty sixty Super, and you've just bought yourself a fancy one hundred and sixty five hertz monitor. Well, in theory, each and every one of those graphics cards should be able to, at some point, hit that and maintain pushing that to the monitor. But the fact is that your CPU is becoming more and more of an issue again. And so what these guys did is sat down with uh, two different Ryzen's, a uh, Ryzen 5 3600 XT and a Ryzen 9 3950 or 3950X, as well as an i5-10-600K and i9-10-900K. So, and all of them were overclocked as best they could for stable. So what happens when you test all of these different graphics cards on the two different systems and a variety of uh, games? And what you see is that in a lot of the cases, you get clusters like you're looking at there now, where you've got the 3380s and then the 2080 Ti's paired with Intel start to catch up and then you see the Ryzen 5 3080 come. And so in some cases, especially at the higher resolutions, you would see the graphics cards grouped together like you'd expect to. So the top four are 3080s. The the second are the 2080 Ti's, so on and so forth down. But it's not like 1080p consistent. though. Yeah. So as you, as you bump up to the 1440p, because that's really what they're looking at, uh, right. and there's 1280, so it's like the, the ultra widescreen, they don't always stay the same. The first couple they do, but if you jump ahead uh, one or two, uh, you'll start to see. Well, the first they do the, the widescreen 1080. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. where, of course, you know, Intel and the, the extra megahertz are going to count. But when you get higher up, some of the games like Ghost Recon that you're looking at right now, definitely does together. But if you jump ahead uh, to some of the other ones, and See, of course I didn't memorize Ghost Recon, 
we've got Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, there's an old one, but hey, yeah, that's uh, that's a little different because yeah. now you've got a 3080 so like, followed yeah. by a 2080 Ti. Well, you've got Intel, 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 Intel to Ryzen. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah, way down 3950. Uh, yeah, Tomb Raider was another one uh, where it, where it sort of clusters together uh, with the, the two, both the uh, Intels, then the Ryzen Nine. The two Intel's, the Ryzen nine, and then the Ryzen five starts to show up a little bit further down. But you've got pairing a Ryzen five thirty six hundred XT with a thirty eighty. You're going to be behind, like a ten six hundred K with twenty eighty Ti. So you, you spent a little more money than perhaps you should have. Uh, Red Dead Ouch. Redemption is another one that just goes wacky. Well, plus, oh, it's, I see that we're doing it in DX12. Red Dead is one of those few Vulcan games. Yeah, you can bounce back and forth between. Hmm. So I scroll yeah. down a little bit. Did they test it in uh, Vulcan mode? Uh, I think no, I think they skipped Vulcan okay. with this one. But, well, let's see. 2560 by 1440 Red Dead 2. Uh, these are high settings. No MSAA. And you have what you would expect to be at the top would be the 10900K and the 3080, which it is. By about six frames per second, and yeah, then you, you, there's a delta on those processors, regardless of what video card you're using, which is what for now, because I mean we've got uh, a week, seven days, yeah, and things may yep. change completely. No, it's no, not that big of a difference. <laughs> you're talking even at 10, Josh. Like, Josh says no. Josh says no. All right, let me get this off the screen. He says no. Josh just says no. But. But uh, I think this was important to try and keep that in, Intel um, shilling intact. So yeah. we needed to get this story out there as quickly as possible. I think the check might be in the mail. Or them. And the next one's brought to you by SC Hynix. For us. Yeah. We needed to get, get out there with this story before it might not be true anymore. Just to cash in real quick. Okay? Do, you, do you think there's any chance that there was no – nobody even pitched this story – to an outlet to say, hey, let's talk about high refresh rate gaming for a minute, guys. Do I think there's no chance that somebody pitched this? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but can you guess? Pitched. Was it Gigabyte that provided <laughs> the monitor? Was it NVIDIA that provided the graphics cards? Or Intel that came out looking a little bit better? Guilty. Yeah, I don't know. I like <laughs> how they use the 3600 XT, which is, you know, of course, a little bit closer in price range to the, the 10 600 and of course the xt just doesn't really give you much of anything no. in terms of but i mean they did run all core 4.5 gigahertz so yeah uh, and the answer to anyone wondering the review was sponsored by nvidia was it actually yes or at least they provided the hardware well we yeah. And suggested the processors mm. to be used. Really? Okay. So it was a <clears throat> so sort the, of a sponsored article, kind of. I guess so. I, I yeah, mentioned but they that, like, right off the bat in my link to them. <laughs> okay. Just so that we don't ye yell that, because another site got linked to was <laughs> Look, I, I'm sure <laughs> NVIDIA loves AMD as much as everybody else in the community does. They have no reason to resent them for any reason. Did you really just say that? Did you really say that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> AMD makes processors, right? They don't have anything to worry about. Nvidia they might make one other, at least one other thing. Well, and Intel makes like a mysterious graphics card, which is <laughs> arriving soon. But we yeah, have hey, those yeah, that's right. Store. Intel makes it, graphics cards. It, it's bikes. I was talking about bikes. Oh, that's right. They do oh, bikes. of course. Yeah. 
I knew we weren't. I, I knew we were going to go down the whole ATI road because, of course, ATI is a different company. But let's move on. Um, Nvidia. Speaking of Nvidia, speaking of the sponsor of that last uh, review at KitGuru, they are allegedly moving Ampere to seven nanometer TSMC next year. Do you think Why that might are they doing help? This? Do you think that might help some of the Why? availability problems they're having with Samsung eight nanometer? Uh, I, I don't think it's availability. I think really? uh, you know they had their no well it might maybe a little bit but their high end stuff their their enterprise stuff was always correct me if I'm wrong but I think it was always TSMC seven nanometer isn't that right? Yeah, the A100 is is TSMC yeah. seven nanometer and the forty and the forty the what their new their new A forty what do they call it again the forty the forty Brett just keep saying the forty the forty over and over I'm pretty sure again. it was take the forty I'll look it up they're they're are a lot of, of kind of conspiracy theories out there. And then there's some other regular <laughs> theories about why NVIDIA has done this. And I think doofuses <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> I think that, um, <laughs> I think the long and short of it is NVIDIA really wanted to get ahead of all the leaks and release their stuff with as much thunder as possible instead of, you know, so basically a lot of the leaks come from their board partners that they get these in, they start stockpiling them. Uh, people get, you know, they, they leak to their friends in the press that, you know, that they're working there and, and it just, you know, it, it steals the thunder and that has made NVIDIA mad for a long time. And so I think that they wanted to get ahead of this with as few cards out as possible to be able to make the biggest splash possible. And it's eaten up a lot of the goodwill people had towards the company uh, because of the way they've done this. So yeah, they've eliminated most of the leaks, pretty much everything that, I mean, uh, it was what about three or four days ahead of the thing. There were a couple of, of, of leaks out there about the, the, but you know, the approximate speed. Um, but you know, they, they had their big moment and the unveiling and they said, these cards are going to be available in two weeks. And of course, you know, we haven't seen crap. And I think that the regular channel movement is going to be very similar to what we saw with like the original 10 series, the GTX 1070, 1080, um, and eventually the 1080 Ti. That uh, it it was going to take a while for these things to get to market. But, you know, the way they had had announced it, everybody kind of knew the performance of these uh, parts. And so I think we're going to get the bigger uh, chunks here in November. And plus they kind of get to see what AMD is doing as well. And so that allows them a little bit more flexibility um, with pricing. But I don't think that it was, hey, we're going to create some artificial demand um, and make it seem like, you know, I I think it's just, I think it's just channel inventory moving kind of slowly and, uh, the issues with Samsung eight nanometer, um, you know, have that have been rumored is probably another part because uh, apparently NVIDIA was not buying wafers. They were buying per good die. So instead of like saying, Hey, we're going to spend $9,000 on a wafer, but your yields are so crappy. I mean, that puts the price per die up way, way, way high. We're just going to pay per good die because of where you're sitting and you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, so I think Samsung took some took some financial hits. Um, it'd be interesting to kind of dig down into their books and their quarterly earnings to to try to figure that out. But of course, it's such a big company, and their foundries are 
pretty big too. And they have a lot of sales that you might not be able to pinpoint it nearly that much, but yeah, I think it's just a combination of multiple things. It's not optimal. Um, NVIDIA probably didn't want it to go this way, but it's where they're at. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think Jensen Wong is playing eight dimensional chess with supply and demand. And uh, Let's move on to the yeah. one review of the week. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a five minute Five minutes. Yeah, like twenty five minutes, <laughs> which is okay because average view length for podcasts is only about twenty minutes anyway, guys. <laughs> Look at YouTube metrics. Sometime it's astonishing and depressing. Our review of the week comes from Corsair and their new four thousand D Airflow. There are three of these four thousand series cases on the market now. A trio, if you will, including the four thousand D. As I scroll down, the four thousand D Airflow. And the 4000X RGB. Now, the XRGB is one of those, like... They need to do a cross product. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. They need to do with with the Air Floby. No. (laughs) No? Although I will say, adding a vacuum cleaner would keep your case clean. So you could stick your head like near the case and it cuts your hair? Is that it? it? Is that what you're saying? Well, hey. hey. The Floby of case... Brett, that was your close up and you blew it. I mean, I was, I went, I'm going to whip this out. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. Wait, let's do that again. Take two. I'm going to whip this out. No. Keep your single (laughs) slot PC. Is that really a buy one? Is that a buy one graphics card? Zoom in. Let's look at that again. Go back to the shot. See, look at that. Zoom in. Just one. That's all of buy one. Buy one single slot. But is it half the, height? I want half height oh by yeah. one single slot. Yeah, yeah. So because because I, this is on a removable. I mean, I'm so so backwards here. This is on a removable set of pins. Does so come, yeah, does I can I can the, I can half height that. But it's in it, the other room. Do you want, does it come with the half height adapter? That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, of course, for this does. price, yeah, does. for this price, absolutely. So you're saying if I buy that graphics card, that's a Zotac, right? It is. Only Zotac made the 1X, as far as I know. As if I, I buy know, that, only I not only get the, the <laughs> flexibility. <laughs> the flexibility of single slot. The flexibility of buy one. But I oh, have the yeah. flexibility of half height right there in the box? I know. You right can't believe it. It's in the box. This, this is the package. This podcast segment sponsored by Zotac and the buy one. We're going to do a deep dive on it this. Was. No, they actually Deep dive. Us. Deep dive. No, stop touching your graphics card like this. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Back to the review. The Corsair 4000D Airflow features a ventilated front panel, guys. Let's go to that front ventilated front panel pick. Look how ventilated this is. And These, it doesn't even look like a cheese grater. It doesn't. Actually, they, they did a nice job of making it fully ventilated in a piece of steel here without it being uh, disturbing to look at. I'm not sure they it did it. It doesn't look bad. They pulled it off. It looks nice. Here's a close-up. Uh, you can see the triangular uh, Oh, it's got a screen behind it, does, it too. It does nice. have a screen filter behind it, yes. Good. Now, guys, a case that looks like this. You can see the screen filter down here, kind of. A mm-hmm. case that looks like this uh, has a fully ventilated front panel, has a tempered glass side panel, comes with a pair of 140-millimeter fans, one for intake, one for exhaust. Uh, Where's my optical drive? It doesn't have that. Damn it. Look at this. Look at these. It has these sort of, I, I like to call these sort of manly style metal pins that snap the front panel in. It's definitely nubbin-like. It is. 
And there's a there's a, a, Would it be a screen filter that you can pop right out of there. <laughs> it is very very nubbin esque. Okay, that's a nice built case. How much does it cost? Seventy nine bucks, Josh. That nothing ain't nothing. bad. Nothing. Okay, I like that. Does it got yeah. USB C? Does. Look at that top and panel. tempered glass, yeah. magnetically attached stuff. Why? Why is it on its side bucks? here? Look, it's on its side. Why is here, it on its so side? Because I, I always do the top and bottom photos here. Oh, see, there's the top, the bottom of the case has a screen filter. Top of the case, I see it's has removable. Filter. Hey, yeah, can you remove up. that screen filter? You can without. Okay, Look, you can grab this yellow uh, silicone Corsair logo here and pull that mm. screen filter right off. And look, there's a little yellow accent up here. It's not. It's kind of a little bit of a greenish yellow. I don't know if I'd call this chartreuse. Is it a lime yellow? It's kind of a lime yellow. Kind of lime. Would you say? Citrusy. Would you say those are there to indicate grab here? I don't know. Yeah. It's like IBM did with blue, like where yeah. you, wherever it was blue, you can yeah. grab and remove. Here's yeah. you know what? It's it, it makes the case oh, not boring. Okay, it is yeah. little lots of color. Mm-hmm. That that's a that's a new color for uh, USB internals. There, what speed is that at lime green? What's lime green? Because I know blue. I, I wonder. It's not quite as fast said, as plaid, but I said could a Corsair not... could a Corsair designer be a fan of MoFi turntables? If you're not familiar with MoFi turntables, I'll click on the Let's link. Let's take here. a look. They are black yep. with a yellow accent. Oh, they it's not an accent. Have... It's an elastic. Well, you're right. How much is. are those? Uh, so <laughs> for this one, if you have Wait, to no, ask this one's it, with or without a cartridge. If you want the ultra tracker cartridge, I think this retail for about 2200. Well, Good Lord. it's just a plate spinner without a cartridge. Dude, this sakes. is a, yeah. a but a it spins at such a, it has a Delrin platter. 1.3. The hell does that mean? It's a Delrin well, is because, a very strong vinyl like uh, material. Josh, you wouldn't understand. Is it, it like depleted uranium? Shape. It is a lot like depleted uranium, except uh, plastic. Yes, plasticky. Yes, <laughs> I'm losing track of, of the conversation here. Let's see what were we doing. We were talking about the case. man. Am I thirsty? The lime green accents on the Corsair. Yeah, case. It, it's different. I liked it. It's a black case and it has these sort of limeish <clears throat> yellow accents. Yeah, and it doesn't have RGBs, does it? Does not. It's not wrong. It's not wrong so far. Here's the interior. I call this just kind of your classic open post-optical era layout here. Because as you can see, there's no optical drive up there. This Sorry, is Jeremy. This is something new. It should be. They've got this metal shield here. I, I saw this. Yeah, yeah like on NZXT did. Yeah. 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 It's not quite NZXT width, but, you know, maybe the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. But it's got uh, this cable management. Yeah. Yep. It's got built-in cable management. Here's the fan that it comes with. It's got a ventilated panel. It's kind of weird. This is not all warped like this, but to my eye, looking at these pictures, it looks like it's all. Like, did Did you say it came with two one forties? Two one forties. Yes, two hundred two hundred nice. millimeter fans. That's uh, nice. As you can see, it has that cutout you see on a lot of cases that allows a longer radiator to be installed in the front if you move the hard drive tray out of the way, which you can do. It's on. You have these two thumb screws to slide the tray out and move it to a different location. There should be green rings on those. You know what? I think that's just an external thing. Although okay. there was anyway, uh, they have these tracks. <laughs> they have tracks on well, the back. Where's the picture on. of the back? Help me. Quick, uh, quick. Did I delete the picture of the back of the case? I did. All right, I have to add it Why? back in. There's a picture of the back of the case without any components installed, and it's not here. Anyway, huh. there are. I'll add that. It should be right after this paragraph right here. You can see the completed build. Uh, obviously, you've got room for huge graphics cards if you want to. 
Oh, as an aside, we are definitely not above editing the content after it goes live. We should, you know, no problem going. Absolutely, in and I will things. add that picture because it needs to be added. And yes. here's the picture. Here's a picture of what I'm talking about. There are these plastic tracks here. Oh, this yeah. is a metal thing. Channels, oh, if you will. Is yes. that how you did it? Yes, it's a channel. To and I made another channel over here to the right because this channel isn't very big. So I had to like stuff the PSU cable over here in this cavity, which fit nicely, by the way. Why is and your power supply upside down? Because uh, I had to, because the fan has to point towards. The oh yeah, the fan. Yep. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, there's an entire inch of space behind the motherboard tray. That's which wow. is generous. It's big, and it, it actually allowed me to close the back panel without case bulge. Shoving it. Yeah. And I said, rear side panel case bulge is real. Ask your doctor about treatment options. It's right there in the review. Mm-hmm. Um, as to case bulge lasts more than four hours, please contact emergency. Okay, if gaming sessions yeah. last more than four hours, your uh, temperatures will go up. You, the 4000D, my only my brief testing with this was just to see, does it match up with the open test bench with performance with the 3080? And it does. Josh was absolutely right about airflow because certainly at idle, it's a lot cooler because just sitting out in the open air, the thing was like 40 degrees, 35 to 40 degrees. Now all of a sudden it was like 29. And then at load... We didn't see any... Look, here's a close-up. We didn't see any reduction. These are like mirrors of each other in clocks. So you're not going to get any lower performance with this in the case. And the temperatures were the same because there's the the target is the same as far as the uh, the clocks. The only thing that goes up is the RPMs of the fan. And it still was too quiet to really notice a difference. We I topped out, what did I say here? Like 38.5... 38.4 decibels under full gaming load. That was after 10 consecutive iterations of the Metro Exodus benchmark, which is what I use to just get the case up to temp. But because this is so ventilated, it never really... The heat doesn't accumulate inside the case, is my point. The only thing I did notice was that CPU temps are going to vary quite a bit depending on the type of cooler you use, obviously. But liquid cooler like I installed here, I had a 240 millimeter cooler up top. That was not ideal because I had all the warm air from the GPU go up into the CPU cooler and my CPU temps went up into the mid 70s, which is fine, except on the open test bed, it was significantly lower than that. It was like 10, 20 degrees lower than that. So, Do you think if you'd uh, positioned the uh, the radiator in the front that it would have been better? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason that companies like Falcon Northwest put their CPU on the front, the radiator up front, because mm-hmm. that way it draws mm-hmm. in the cool air and then you have to just kind of deal with GPU exhaust with your exhaust fans. But yeah, that, that was not the ideal setup. I should have put it on the front. Mm-hmm. I give it the editor's nah, choice it's because it's, just it's to a freaking nice case with plenty of airflow for 79 bucks. So, I mean, what else do you want? And tempered glass. I'm impressed. The tempered glass. I mean, it's tempered glass. I it, And it's dark. Tend- Usually not a lot of airflow in it, uh, your typical glass case, but uh, surprisingly good here. Well, it's because it has the ventilated front panel, Brett. Because most yes. tempered glass cases, they put tempered glass up front. They put it on the side. Yeah. Sometimes even put it on the top. I'm talking about and the only the thing. 170 series. millimeter clearance for the CPU cooler is a little bit tight for us Noctua fans, but it should still be doable. It should be enough. I think those top out at like I thought it was like 165, 160. Oh, I think mine's 180 in this range? thing, but that's a Threadripper. Wow. Oh, wow, yeah, it's the a taller Threadripper model. model. <laughs> I don't think this is necessarily the case for you know those big, massive workstation style builds. But for a compact mid-tower case like this, I oh, like the new Ryzen's that I'm hoping to be buying in a couple of months. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? It's time for picks of the week. 
that time of the week where the staff tell you what they recommend or something. Uh, Jeremy, I think, is first. Oh, this is available again? Hold on. Why not? No, no, that's Josh. No, it's mine. Oh, it's Josh. No, see the release date. 11-1-2020. Oh. So, okay, for 229 bucks, which is what they're doing, supposedly. So it's, what, nine, ten days from now? Ten days? Yeah. Eleven? Yeah, ten. Ten. And, uh, you know, I just can't resist. I mean, you, you, it's less than the uh, Samsung 980. Initial uh-huh. indications look like it's pretty close to performance. And, uh, you know, having a one terabyte SSD that fast, it's nice. Dare I, just, I click I just on the two terabyte? Dare I do it? It's going to be pricey. But go ahead. Ooh. Well, it, you know, it's like Four fitting. two times as much. Yeah. But a little bit, no, yeah, yeah, about two times as much. Yeah, no, there's no premium on that. That's acceptable. That's good. What about the 500? Apparently, they're not shipping in Canada yet. The 149, which we knew that the 500 is not where the value proposition is. No, no, I would absolutely. No, the one terabyte is, is really kind of the sweet yeah. spot. You know what? 229. The, the, the one terabyte drives like this, they're starting to feel like call back to that first story when the X25M. Came down to three hundred bucks for the eighty gigabyte model. Eighty one terabyte is the new eighty gigabytes. I guess is what I'm saying. Two thousand twenties sure. one terabyte yeah. is two thousand nine's eighty gigabytes. Okay, it's weird how the, all the installations of like games and and uh, applications have grown to make that about the same. That's what I'm saying. Uh, now this will be Jeremy's pick. Let me get it up on the screen. Just oh. click the trailer. Click the trailer? Where's the trailer? No. Yeah. After an ad, apparently. Oh, 40, die. 43 You can watch seconds. on YouTube. Oh, wait, I can skip it. Die. There skip you it. go. But if I watch on YouTube, I have so, another ad. You do. We know what the best version of the first-person shooter of Fallout was. But have you ever wanted to see it with the new Fallout 4 engine? Because she looks pretty. That is not, and I mean, you know, your your the the glasses, the rose-eyed glasses from the past, make New Vegas look like this in your head. It didn't, but now soon it will. This is a project that's been going on for a little bit, and they've gotten to the point where they're what they're calling a pre-alpha, but obviously is uh, definitely an alpha. Uh, apart from probably some scripting and stuff, but it, it's just utterly gorgeous. It, it's it looks like it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun um, because they were doing their best to just port the entire environs and storyline from uh, New Vegas into the Fallout Four engine, and therefore removing the stupid part of base building, so you won't have to worry about that anymore. Unfortunately, there are Casadores, and they suck. I hate those damn things. So keep an eye out for it. It's uh, still in production. It's not going to be coming out tomorrow or anything. But on the plus side, it ain't going to be charging you a million dollars to play for it either. So, I mean, you know, it's been three years in the works. Hopefully, we'll be seeing it sometime in 2021. So I I own New Vegas, but I don't own 4. Are you telling me that I need to buy 4 in order to play New Vegas and 4 engine? I suspect that... 
That is the way that it's going to go. Yes. Crap. <laughs> oh, well. You don't have to play it, but just buy it. I'm going to make a snarky just remark. Look at it. I was muted, but I was going to make a snarky remark about uh, path tracing. Is it fully path traced, Jeremy? Because it didn't look like oh. it. Hmm. Well, it, it's, you know, it, it's more path traced than Fallout 76, which is apparently free uh, right now for a limited time. And I don't think anyone's actually taken that offer up. <laughs> Strangely enough. <clears throat> hey, speaking of not taking people up on offers, Brett, you had a pick or two this week. You know, I kind of do. And I, I started out with, uh, oh, my gosh, look at the price this has come to inside Newegg. And this is the third time that we have as PC Per have selected the 1900k but psych this is not the one that i mean hold on hold on i, really I just mean... want to point out here that buy new 389.99 buy you it's not bad 549.99 right let's you could buy, buy it used at let's 549 buy let's buy used from okay you could buy the used one Corn all right you could do that <clears throat> they, look they have 81 percent positive ratings brett i can trust them but you're 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 killing my mic drop all right hold on that's what happened. Can I start again? The other link. Can I start again? You can. No. All right. Why did you? No, okay. First again. of all, don't send me. Ha ha! Fooled you. Literally, it says ha fooled you in the show notes. Don't I do did. that to me. That's, don't do that to me. That's. I did. Do, I did write that. I did. All right. Let's go to the real pick. Breaking the news. Real pick. Brett has an actual pick, and he's not just being not, a jackass. Don't don't buy this from New Egg. For God. For God's sakes, man, get down to your your local micro center and buy this damn thing for two ninety nine ninety nine, because that's a pretty reasonable price for the Intel eight course sixteen thread previous gen yeah. CPU. It's not two ninety nine ninety nine. Brett, we've had it this is. discussion. It's not previous gen. Okay, it What's, is and it isn't. By nu- numerically, it is right because it says ninth gen on the box. But what's the difference yes. between ninth gen and tenth gen again? I mean. Sky Sky Lake with one less plus. Yeah. Well, the boost clocks aren't as high, but you could correct that manually. True. I mean, if if you win the silicon lottery, you could get you could hit five one five two on it. But you know, five zero is easily attainable uh, at this level of of silicon competency. So you know, why not two ninety nine ninety nine is a damn good price for this, especially if you're starting out with a Z three seventy or a Z three ninety, and maybe you're on a six hundred series. I mean, eighty six or ninety six hundred series. You know, and you only want to spend a few hundred dollars and get more out of your computer for a year or two. Get this one. That's it. Did you ever name last it? generation motherboard? Saying- and also at three hundred bucks, it's the same price as the uh, upcoming R five fifty six hundred X. Yep. But maybe you're on Intel. I would say if you already have a nice motherboard and you don't want to, like, maybe you were on a Core i five. And you exactly, it's exactly what I'm saying. You have the yep. board already. That's a nice, like, I don't nice want to buy a new board. Because if you jump on, well, the, if you're on Intel, you're going to have to buy a new board sooner or later. You will absolutely. That's you could just you a could, thing. I feel like you could put it off for a year or two if you jump from a six 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 to an eight sixteen. At higher clocks, say you're on eighty six hundred K or ninety six hundred. I guess what I'm yeah. trying to say is. The only reason you'd buy this is if you already had a board and wanted a better processor than oh, the one you. Oh, oh, definitely. Had. Yeah, don't don't get into this. You know, don't to build buy a, a board for a ninety nine hundred <laughs> in no, twenty twenty. No, no, don't even don't, if, don't do that. If you're near the Madison Heights <clears throat> store, you can go to aisle thirty and aisle thirty three. Apparently, they have. It, it's that aisles? much stock. 
<laughs> 10 plus in stock. Well, what does that mean? They have that so many of them. It's actually three full aisles yes. of 990. They've got a lot. Yeah. We, hey, we got a special truckload delivery from Intel. They are desperately they trying just, to get rid of the They just backed okay. up the truck. Picture it for a second. They backed up this giant dump truck. And then they pilled and, and just, they they just, just kept tumbling out. out. Just kept rolling out and just kept piling up. And they were kind of shovel and they were picking them up and putting them in a bin. Tumbleweed? Ah, oh, we wish we had tumbleweed <laughs> problems. We got Coffee Lake problem. Man, we cannot get rid of this Coffee Lake. Lower the price. <laughs> hey, I, I think somebody predicted that there would be some pretty big price drops for the next for the rest of the year and for the foreseeable Was future until some 11 are you patting products. yourself on the back i am i am actually doing that <laughs> as soon as five thousand was announced i'm like we're gonna see some lower prices on intel i don't have any, any answer to this <laughs> um did it the most important question can i bring this back up on the screen here uh well, does it come in this packaging the answer is no it did not see no, that's half I the fun one. of this product I know it is. The, yep. What is this shape called again? Tetrahedron or dodecahedron? Dodecahedron. Okay. Exactly. Did you never play role-playing games as a kid? Crazy. No, I did not. Does anybody have anything <laughs> else right. to add uh, before we wrap this we, insanity we up? We killed Josh. Week? He's dead. <laughs> no, we did that earlier, and Jordan got a beautiful picture capture of it. I know. And somebody, I, you couldn't see it because they were so fast. Somebody came in with a clear, and they you know, brought it back to life. <laughs> Look, uh, I, I, I'm sorry if you've suffered through this, and it will probably get better, not necessarily next week or the week after, but at some point before the end of the year, it might get a little bit better. Smoother transitions. Well, different. Gets different. More interesting commentary, better topics. Well, certainly have better topics. This is kind of a filler episode. Let's face it. In every long-running series, there's a filler episode or two here and there, and I blame the writing staff for this one. It wasn't very Wait good. I didn't Wait write very well. Anyway, thanks for listening and or watching, and we will see you guys next week.